This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping engineers succeed in work and life. The show is hosted by engineering enthusiast Anthony Fasano and Chris Knutson. Both are professional engineers who found success early in their careers and now work together to help other engineers do the same. Now it's showtime. Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers and technical professionals who want to succeed in both work and life. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to one of our listeners, Carl Humphrey, about challenges that he is facing around career planning on the next steps to take in his engineering career. His engineering career has followed a little bit of a different trajectory than most in that he worked for 10 years before his undergraduate studies. There were some very interesting strategies that we discussed in this episode, and I believe that they will apply to engineers at all experience levels, thinking about how to chart your career trajectory. And because this is a new year, and happy new year to you, I always want to give something goal-related, something thinking about your trajectory, where you're headed in your career, how you focus your time in your career in the beginning of the year. It's usually a time that people think about that. This is going to be a good one. Before we get into the main segment of our show, I want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode, PPI. If you are thinking about taking the FEP or SE exam, I recommend that you check out PPI, the leader in engineering exam prep. PPI is offering a special 20% discount to listeners of this podcast. Use promo code COACH at ppitopass.com. Again, that's PPI, the number two, pass.com, and use promo code COACH for a 20% discount. Industry-respected instructors, comprehensive exam coverage, and community support. These are a few reasons you should enroll in one of PPI's live online review courses for the FEPE and SE exams, including three new courses developed for the updated 2017 Mechanical PE exam. Enroll today at ppi2pass.com. Now I'd like to introduce our guest for today's episode so you get to know a little bit about him before we dive into the conversation. Carl Humphrey was raised by good parents, but he was a bit of a lost and wandering soul at times. Out of high school, he immediately jumped into the construction industry and learned so much, but did carry some demons about his past with him. Entering his 30s, he knew life had more in store for him than what he had become. Starting with the spirit and branching into actions and behaviors, he exposed and examined everything that had gotten him this far. Fast forward to today, at this point he's overcome many obstacles and in doing so, he has realized that he wants to help those around him. You can follow his thoughts on his blog at www.waterebbandflow.com. And once again, Carl is a listener. He reached out to me. We had him on the show. And I do think that there's some strategies in here as far as career path projection that will be helpful for you at any level. And also in the Take Action Today segment at the end of the show, I'm going to talk about something you could do to make sure you're focusing your time and energy on what's important to you. So with that, let me give you a quote from Amos Bronson Alcott to bring us into the episode. And the quote is as follows. Success is sweet and sweeter if long delayed and gotten through many struggles and defeats. All right, now it's time for our main segment. And I have with me today one of our listeners, Carl. And I'm going to try to help Carl with some of the challenges he's having in his career now. Carl, welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. Hello, Anthony. 
So Carl, tell the listeners, I read a little bit about your background, but why don't you explain kind of in your own words, the discipline you're in, the stage of your career that you're in? Right now, I'm actually an undergrad going to Cal State Northridge. And to make ends meet, I work at Costco. They work around my school hours. A little bit about my history is out of high school, I went into construction, started out digging ditches, ended up in construction management. I worked customer service for a home builder. I worked uh, as a project engineer for an engineering contractor. I hit a ceiling and I was meeting guys and, and I was trying to you know make the next step and they told me that I had to have a degree in civil engineering. That's interesting. So you jumped right into construction and then you got to a point where basically people kept telling you that you needed a degree to go further and then you decided to pursue the degree, correct? Correct. It was in 2008. So it was a kind of a good time because the amount of experience I had in the jobs that I was holding was very little. And in 2008, I was competing with a lot of guys that could do what I did. And either they had a degree or they had 10 plus years of experience. So you started college a little bit later than you would have if you went right from high school because you worked a few years. Is that right? Yeah, I worked about 10 years. Oh, you worked 10 years. Okay. You worked for 10 years. You got a point as far as you could go without the degree. Then you got into the civil engineering program and now you're doing the civil program full-time and then working part-time when you can. Is that right? I am. I started out college just taking a couple classes at a time, but uh, I just transferred to university and I'm going full-time. All right, Carl. So let's talk about how I can maybe try to help you today or give you some guidance here moving forward. How many courses or how much time do you have left on your degree at this point? Well, I just started my junior year, so I have two or three years left depending on how it goes. I struggle with time management because I have a family, I have two kids, and I commute about an hour back each way, back and forth from school. So I don't get to do a lot of the stuff that like the other students do. Like, for example, we have a local ASCE chapter, and you know they're doing these cool projects, and I want to be part of it, but I, there's just not time. So what I do is I offer support, little stuff, but I can't take any really commitments. I understand because basically you're a little bit of a different situation where you're doing the commute and you're at a different stage of your life. There may be a lot of these people that are just there right after high school. They're living there. They're fully into the college experience, so to speak, which is a little bit different than you. So tell me about what are your goals ultimately, Carl? You want to get this degree and then do what? You know, I want to get this degree. I want to work in water resources management specifically drought and flood mitigation. I want to work with water in the natural setting. I'd really love to bolster our, out here in California, we're dealing with droughts and water water issues. I'd really love to bolster our, our forests. We get a lot of uh, water. I believe it's around 60%. California gets around 60% of its water from lands. Or, you know, The water originally falls on the U.S. Forest Service land. So I'd really love, we're dealing with fires and we have, I don't know if you're aware of, we have this uh, beetle, this pine beetle that's killing our forests. From what I understand, it's because the immune system of these trees and of the forest is depleted because it's compromised because of the drought. So I'd love to work trying to capture water because we deal with a lot of flash floods and stuff too. So I'm thinking, you know, that's my ultimate goal. So you have a very meaningful goal. You have a goal that's very connected to the environment, that's very connected to helping 
civilization, which is really what civil engineers do. So that's great. But well, let's talk a little bit more about the mechanism that you're going to be able to accomplish that goal. Are you thinking that you'll work in private industry, you'll work for government, you'll work for a contractor? Have you thought that far yet in advance? I have actually. I have thought one way that I can make an impact would be to, depending on how my undergraduate degree goes, if I apply for research work and start testing out new methods on how to slow the process from water as it hits the ground and makes its way to the creeks and rivers into the ocean and you know try and slow down that process. It could be working for a private contractor, taking contracts with the government because I actually finished, a, I completed an internship over the summer with the U.S. Forest Service, and they already have projects in place. They're trying to restore their watersheds, and, you know, they have like, a, I believe it's a half a million acres a year. They're trying to rehabilitate their forests. So I could work for a private contractor doing those jobs, or I could work for the government, for example, for the U.S. Forest Service as an engineer, kind of more like administration, like a public works type job. All right. So listen, the bottom line is, is you've got a pretty good idea of what you want to do as far as the specific type of work you want to do, which is great. You don't necessarily have to, I don't think, know right now who you would work for per se. I think it's more important that you have the, the goal in mind. So that being said, you talked about time management being a challenge. And I think the key with time management is just making sure that whatever time you do have, you're putting it towards what's important to you, what's important to your goals. So that being said, we can work backwards a little bit. As far as trying to achieve these goals of being able to work in water resources, what would you say that's important for you to accomplish professionally? You're going to get your degree, of course. Are there any other certifications or any other things that you need to do now to work towards this? You mentioned research. Where do you need to focus your time from a professional standpoint? Is it mainly just focusing on the degree at this time? Yeah. From a professional standpoint, I believe the short-term goals that I have working up to this ultimate goal, this profession that I want to be in, this niche is, you know, obviously graduate, bachelor's degree, civil engineering. I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be able to work under a professional engineer and go for that PE license. Right now, this is what I'm unsure of, is what are the best steps, like, for example, I'm pretty sure because I've been reading job postings that it would be in my best interest to learn, say, like ArcGIS and like AutoCAD Civil 3D. Like at our local community college, there's a water resources certificate. I haven't even looked into water resources management like a graduate degree. Well, you're doing the right things here. And this is what I kind of wanted to dig into a bit. And really for our listeners as well, I think this could be helpful for you. Whenever you think about time management, which I know is a big challenge for everyone these days, just obviously everyone's situation is different. But I think when you get to a time management issue, you have to look at your personal goals, you have to look at your professional goals, and you have to make sure that your time is focused on moving you closer to those goals. And in your professional goals, which we've talked about quite a bit here, is identifying what you need to be able to fulfill those goals. And just whenever you have time dedicated to the professional side of things is to focus on that. And the degree is one of them. Some of these other things I think you mentioned might definitely be worthy, like a software or a program that can help you, some kind of a certification that could help you. I think those would be helpful as well. So what I would recommend 
from that side of it is make a list of what you think you need to be prepared so that when you do receive this degree and you're finished with the degree, you've put yourself in a very good position to get a good job doing what you want to do. And the fact that you have 10 years working experience, I think is a plus for you. I think a lot of people just getting their degree obviously don't have that. Uh, I think having the degree is a plus for you. Having the one of these certifications or and or a software I think if you put all those things together, it would be really good for you. The only other thing that you might consider looking into, which I realize may be very difficult for you to do, is any kind of work you could do with an engineering or a contracting company or something. I realize you commute, which probably makes it very difficult. But even if you said to them, like, listen, just contract work, like if they have an inspection once a week that they need you to run out to the field or coming to the office once a week for a couple of hours, just so that you could put something on your resume, you could start to get some contacts in the industry, and you could build, start to build that side of it up. I realize that that's probably a difficult thing to do, but the other things you have a little bit more control over. And so basically, that's what I would focus on. Because right now, what you want to do is build yourself up to be able to get the job you want when you graduate. Does that make sense? Yes. Is it more that you don't know what to do when you have the time, or is it that you know what you have to do, but you can't stay focused on it? I'm okay at staying focused. I think part of my problem is I have, because I put a lot of thought into this, but I think I put too much stuff in front of me at the same time, and I kind of start to get overwhelmed with it. And I'm not sure, like, what should I be focusing on right now? I just completed my first semester at at university and it was a little bit of a transition. It's a little bit different than the community college pace and there's a little bit more freedom, but then that requires more accountability and discipline because there's, you know, more freedom is more room to also get behind and all that. I was dealing with that this semester. I also, I contacted one engineering firm that specializes in water resource management. I was pitching to them like, hey, I'd love to be intern with you guys and they've never had an intern before it's a small firm they don't even know what they would do with me so i think it's also a bit of like you said it's not easy but i haven't given up on that firm yet it's just going to be a little bit of sales and like marketing myself to them and like you said even if it's just a couple of weeks even if they're not paying me something where i could get my feet in the door and know exactly what they do so that i can better prepare myself throughout this process of me getting my bachelor's degree to, like you said, build myself up to get the job when I do graduate. Exactly. The way that I would think about it, and this goes for Carl and for anybody out there who wants to make a move in their career, is you have to think about it from the standpoint of a company that might be interviewing you when you graduate. They are going to say, all right, Carl, come on in, sit down. Let me look at your resume. Let me go over it with you. And they're going to say, all right, let's see. You have 10 years working experience. You have your degree now you know Civil 3D, you know this software, you did some intern work with a company where you did a couple hours of inspections. It's like, wow, there's really no reason for us not to hire you. So basically, you want to think of when a company is considering you, you want to make it easy for them to say, here's the job, basically. That should help you with directing your time. I mean, listen, the good thing for you, which is not the case for everybody, is that focus isn't an issue. Because a lot of people may know what they want to do, but they have trouble staying focused on it. I think for you, it was just trying to get focused around what you need to do in order to reach your goals. 
I think you're in a good position because I think that a lot of people aren't as clear as you are about what they want to do professionally and ultimately what they want to do, not just get a job with an engineering company, but why. So you're very connected to the idea of having an impact on water resources in California, which is obviously needed. And also you have that work experience, like I said, that I think gives you a little bit of a differentiation from a lot of people that are graduating or that are younger engineers. I mean, honestly, I have background in civil engineering myself. And I can say too that I had the ability to work as a surveyor in the field during high school. And I think that that was a major contributor to helping me be a good designer because sometimes when you get some of the field work first, you have a different perspective from the educational side of things. So I think you've got a lot of positives built up here. I agree with you. That hands-on experience, it seems really monotonous, these tasks that we do, you know, like learning how to swing a hammer or hold a, a surveying rod. But, uh, Later on, you see that it's so valuable. Carl, are there any other questions or maybe thoughts that you have? I mean, this podcast is, comes at the beginning of the year, which is a good time for people to set their goals and think about their paths. And is there any thoughts or experiences or something that you could share with listeners that is helpful for you to when you think about your goals and what you want to accomplish? You know, what's really helpful to me, and I see it with a lot of the, the people that I go to school with, is don't be afraid to dream big, like uh, shoot for the stars, keep your horizons wide open. When I'm in the middle of the semester, in the middle of my like 90 day goals, just try and enjoy the moment and be grateful for that you're even in the place where you are. You know, just stay positive, stay happy. Just the little things, enjoy the little things. In between semesters is when I kind of, um, I rehash everything. I dream big, but it's not in my head. My head's not in the clouds all year long. It's kind of like in between semesters, I'll come back and look at the big picture. But then in my day-to-day, in the middle of that 90-day period, I'm kind of like just trying to make sure that my short-term goals get met as do the best job that I can. That's great advice. Any last questions that you have for me, Carl, before we round up here? What I would ask you is, and we kind of covered it a little bit, but just maybe you could help me out with this. I'm a little bit unsure of, should I be focusing on a graduate degree? Like, is that going to be important? I need to research that in the water resource management field or just focus on like right now getting an internship. And as soon as I graduate with the bachelor's, try and move into a, like a full-time position. Yeah. I would focus on the latter if I were you, because The thing with the graduate degree, and I do agree with you, you should do some research in the water resources field and see how important the graduate degree is. Also, I think by delaying the graduate degree a few years, the whole water resources civil engineering field is very broad. There's a lot of different little niches and disciplines in it. And you may find that you get into water resources and you really focus on one aspect of it that becomes really important to you. And then you might be able to do a very specific focused graduate degree on that very specific topic. And if you want to become an expert in that field, as opposed to going with a broad master's degree right now for you, this is specifically for your case because of all the things that you've already have under your belt. I think if you get some internship experience, focus on getting that first job, get into the field there in California, feel it out a bit, see how you like it, then consider investing in the additional degree. Because that additional degree is expensive. It takes a lot of time, energy, and money. And in a field like what you're getting into, there's so many different aspects of it. You could have some kind of environmental focus, or it could be something very heavy into the water side of it, or it could be something in another aspect of it. 
a water treatment or something that you end up getting into. So my focus would be, I'd put a lot of energy if I were you into getting this internship, even going back to that company and say, listen, I know you guys are small. All I'm looking to do right now is come in a couple hours a week, maybe once a week, get my feet wet a little bit here and get some stuff on my resume, get to know you guys. And then who knows, maybe we'll have a relationship long-term when I graduate. But for now, I'm just looking to help you and build up my expertise as an undergraduate the best I can. I think long-term, you'll be better served. I see a lot of people jumping into the master's degree and they end up not really using their degree because it was too general and then they ended up going in a more specific direction. That's great advice. Thank you. All right. Well, Carl, listen, thanks for listening and thanks for coming on the show. And I hope it was helpful for you. And I wish you the best and definitely keep in touch and let me know how all this is going. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. I'm a big fan of the podcast and uh, I'm glad I could contribute. Now it's time for the Take Action Today segment of the show. And again, this is part of the show where I give you something actionable. And today I want to help you focus your time and energy. It's a new year. You're feeling refreshed. And you want to make sure that you get the most bang for your buck on every minute you're spending moving towards your goals. Before I do that, I'd like to recognize our sponsor once again for today's episode, PPI. Engineers often ask me what exam prep materials or review courses they should use when preparing for the FEPE or SE exam. Hands down, I recommend PPI. I personally use PPI's materials to pass my exams, and I recently had a chance to demo their review courses. It's why I feel confident recommending PPI for those of you planning to take the next step in your career. PPI is offering a special 20% discount to listeners of this podcast. Use promo code COACH at PPITopass.com. Again, that's PPI, the number two, pass.com, and use promo code COACH for a 20% discount. All right, so let's think about this for a minute. You're an engineer or a technical professional. You are working every day, probably 10 hours a day or so. You're moving towards something. Hopefully, you're clear on what you're moving towards. You just want to make sure that you're focused, and that your time is well spent. At least I hope you want to make sure of that. And so what I would recommend is getting super clear on your goals again. Hopefully you've done this already once. And then making sure somehow, kind of like a dashboard or some kind of a meter, whatever you want to use, to make sure that when you do get into your work every day, that you are focused on things moving you towards those goals and that you're not getting off track. I know Carl in our conversation said that that wasn't his problem. His problem was more understanding the best steps to take. Once he knew them, he could focus. So that's a two-part process here. The first part is making sure you've identified what your goals are and what are the steps you need to take to achieve them. And then the second part is obviously to stay focused on them. And neither step is easy. You may have gotten to a point where you're just working on engineering project after engineering project at this point because it's your job and you've gotten so used to it, but you haven't taken time to make sure that doing this job or this work is moving you towards where you really want to be in three, four, or five years from now? Is it? Should you be getting a credential or some kind of other software under your belt that adds another notch to your belt that can help you get to that goal quicker? That would only take you one or two hours a week. And instead, are you doing stuff like going on social media or wasting your time in other areas, but you could be focusing on something that's more related to your goal? And again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have any downtime or family time or time for personal things that are fun to do. You should. But when you're working, you should make sure that the work you're doing, that the time you're putting in on the career side of things is very much focused on helping you achieve your goals. 
And again, if you want to use some kind of a dashboard, use whatever you'd like to use. I use a spreadsheet, a Google sheet, which is easy for me to open up, change on the fly. You could write stuff down and keep it on your desk, on your wall, in your drawer, if you just want to open it up and look at it when you need to so it's not in your office publicly. But have something that brings you back on course whenever you get off. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We'd love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions. Go to engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash 141. That's forward slash the numbers 141, where you will find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources mentioned during the episode. You can leave a question in the comments section or visit the Ask Us tab on the website. We monitor all comments and will respond if you leave us one. Until next time, please continue to engineer your own success. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Be sure to visit engineeringcareercoach.com where you can find all past episodes and also download a free three-part video series created specifically for engineers to help you best utilize LinkedIn for networking, improve your communication and speaking skills, and also to help develop your leadership abilities. Now is the time to engineer your own success.